This episode of Dirty Linen is proudly supported by Mr. Yum. Powerful mobile menus, ordering and payments. For more information, go to mryum.com. It is Friday, the 1st of July, 2022. I guess it's a new financial year. That's exciting. Uh, this is what is on my mind. I've been in Newcastle and the Hunter Valley earlier in the week and it was really surprising and great. I'm definitely getting a lot of joy from domestic travel. Still haven't headed off on one of the big planes across the oceans, but it was really fantastic to um, head up to that part of New South Wales. Newcastle was very surprising. Uh, I just didn't know how cool it was and I think there's more stuff happening there all the time and we'll be featuring some of that on the podcast soon. Uh, in a bit of a new format. So look out for that. Very excited. I was the MC of an annual event in the Hunter Valley called Food Fight, where two chefs from Sydney compete against two chefs from the Hunter Valley region. Uh, each of the four chefs cooks a dish. Uh, diners, 350 of them, don't know who's cooked what. They vote for their favourite and then one is crowned the winner. Uh, it was so fun. Um, I just loved being in a room full of people who were all there to support their local culinary scene. Uh, there's some fun, a fundraising aspect to it and the Hunter Culinary Association supports apprentices and other chefs with opportunities, with cash, with knives. It was, it was very, very cool. Um, the winner was a chef, uh, Michael Mortley from Humbug in Newcastle, and his dish was very cool. It was a kind of spin on carbonara with a bit of low and slow barbecue style and uh, smoked pork. Uh, there was some uh, Chinese greens on there. So it was kind of like carbonara went went and had some American barbecue and then went home via a noodle shop. It was a very delicious and layered dish with jam-packed with flavour. So absolutely loved it. Congrats, Mike. It was um yeah, really impressive. Uh, and all the dishes were great. Um, it's just a really, it was really nice to see the hospitality industry get together to, um, I guess, nurture and encourage. So a lot of apprentices were in the kitchen and you just can, the, the mentoring opportunities and just seeing how other people organise themselves for such a big event must have been extraordinary. A lot of people come back and back and back to that event, you know, apprentice, people who are once apprentices come back and compete. So it's just really nice. And I thought it was worth highlighting a couple of other um, nurturing, encouraging, industry building uh, things that have been going on recently. I was down in Melbourne at William Anglis for uh, what they call a great chef's dinner. So Frank Kimura from Movida was there inspiring and energising a bunch of trainee chefs. Um, so he was leading them in the kitchen as they put together a Spanish meal and served it to the on-site restaurant full of keen diners. And it was just so heartening to see uh, how much Frank put into this, uh, just, you know, um, giving his time and all his vast body of knowledge and, um, yeah, these young chefs are able to pick up on it, learn, ask questions and be part of an event that, you know, was pretty 
pretty intense, a lot of pressure, uh, and the food was really beautiful. So it's just just really great to see young cooks coming up and just, I guess, believing in what they're doing was very, very good. I would also like to give a shout-out to the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, which is running an awesome program called 30 Under 30, so shining a light on 30 young chefs under the age of 30 years and uh, with a big gala dinner at the end of this month and a bunch of uh, smaller events in restaurants where these chefs are cooking. Um, So, I mean, I won't go through the talent, but I will just mention Karina Ladelfa, who was on Dirty Linen not so long ago. She is one of those chefs. She's, um, She's a baker and a head chef and just someone who's really charged up and and is powering on in the industry. And it is just lovely to see. Um, I thought I might share a few places that I've been eating recently. Um, I swung through Sydney on the way to Newcastle and the Hunter Valley and went to Bentley Bar, the bar bit of Bentley, which I hadn't eaten in before. That is an awesome drop-in space uh, and we ate from the snack menu that's in the bar but also dishes from the restaurant menu uh, and just incredibly accomplished food, uh, a great wine, um, thanks, Steve, for looking after us with the wine there. And just such, just such a quality operation. I think everything that um, Nick Hildebrandt and Bent, Brent Savage do as part of the that group of restaurants uh, with Bentley being the flagship, I think it's very, very exciting and so so Sydney, uh, so delicious, so welcoming. One, one standout dish uh, was pearl meat, um, Paspali Pearl, just in a gorgeous glistening shell, just beautiful, finely sliced, um, yeah, uh, shellfish. It was just delicious. Uh, in the Hunter, probably the, the highlight was Bistro Molinese, so a real stalwart of the Hunter Valley dining scene and very classic French food using beautiful local produce. Um, maybe, I don't know, what what should I say? It was a highlight there because it was all pretty delicious, but I had a veal noisette. It was prosciutto wrapped, um, served with the mushroom sauce and just a beautiful jus, just real classic techniques in that kitchen. Um, great to see. And, yeah, Tom, the sous chef there, was one of the competitors in the food fight and he made a hazelnut and chocolate gateau for dessert which was just showed a lot of skill and technique um and also was pretty smart because it was you know baked before he had to plate it well before he had to plate it up for 350 people so not too much a la minute going on there which is um yeah got to be strategic with these things uh in melbourne some of my recent highlights have been james a restaurant in south melbourne which will be reviewed this weekend by me. Uh, And, yeah, um, I guess suppose you'd call it Korean-Australian food or Australian-Korean food or Australian food with influences from Korea. I think it's a very Australian kind of restaurant where there's – the chef uh, hasn't trained in Korean food – is, you know, trained in Australia in all kinds of different cuisines, worked a lot in pubs. Um, So the Korean – I guess uh, underpinnings to his food is is based more on his eating history than his cooking history, if you know what I mean. And I think that's a real that that gives it a, a that's a real difference to that. Um, 
that approach. So yeah, a lot of um, Australian ingredients, uh, but with some yeah Korean uh, ferments and uh, ideas and riffs on Korean barbecue dishes and street food dishes, for example. And yeah, it's just a very cool and surprising restaurant in a very understated space that I know will yeah keep developing and doing good things. Certainly a very interesting place to check out. That is James. Um, I've also recently written about Leone Upstairs, which is the latest venture from Kantaro Okada, who's got 279 Labajo Milk Bar. And downstairs from Leone is Hararuya Pantry, which has also just opened. Leone specialises in sushi hand rolls, so those cone-shaped, uh, loose-ish um, sushi rolls where the ingredients have given space to breathe. Um, the design of this upstairs place is so beautiful it's that um all timber no nails just all um fitted together by local designers by dave is the name of those those craftspeople. um and yeah it's a little hidden away spot i was really impressed i just wanted to drink more sake and learn more um, about everything that was going on there it's just a beautiful space uh last night i ate at westwood in West Melbourne and had a terrific meal there. Uh, really lovely uh, set menu, such good value, uh, really creative cooking in a tiny kitchen, uh, really great uh, concise wine list. Um, yeah, just two guys running the place, very small restaurant, but highly recommended. Um, get there in the next 10 days before they go on holidays for a few weeks. Um, but, yeah, really great example of uh, contemporary dining, uh, very pa- yeah, just a lot of passion in there and a lot of creativity. Loved it. Um, and yeah, one of the things I'm seeing a lot at the moment is truffle supplements. So there's truffles everywhere. Truffle season is definitely in full swing. Most of the truffles are still coming over from WA, but um, Vic ones and other East Coast ones uh, and Tassie truffles are coming through now too. So recently I've had truffles over dishes at Matilda. Um, over a gnocchi there, which was bloody delicious. I had some truffle over the rump at Westwood last night and some truffle as part of a sort of gelato McFlurry kind of situation, <laughs> also with crunchy chips at Caraton Sorbetes in Footscray. So if you like your your ice cream with a bit of truffle, that's the place. Uh, Nomad in Melbourne and Sydney is doing truffle brunches on Sundays uh, where everything's got truffle in it. Um, and I haven't had that yet, but I'm pretty tempted. It sounds great. Uh, I would also just like to finish by giving a shout out to Moroccan Soup Bar, which after decades of feeding Melbourne and providing employment opportunities to uh, Muslim women who have faced barriers to employment has totally changed things up, served its last dine-in meal last night and is moving to uh, a takeaway and event model. Um, And, yeah, I'll be working with with Hannah Asafari um, on some of those initiatives. She's an absolute powerhouse. Massive thanks and shout out to Hannah for all that she's brought to Melbourne over the past, I want to say 30 years, but is that right? Um, but I will be in conversation with Hannah and um, Kirsty Chiaplius from Babajan um, at Worksmith on July 12. Both of those women have been on Dirty Linen in the past, um, but, yeah, as part of a 
an event put on by Worksmith and Kookaburra. I'll be emceeing them in conversation about finding new pathways on July 12. And I would love to see you there if Melbourne is your place and talking is your thing. In the meantime, uh, just have a really good weekend. I wish you a great July and onward. Eat well, be kind, love you lots. Bye. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.